0: If you'd like a different alternative to New Year's resolutions, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we're illuminating and dismantling all of the ways supremacy culture has impacted our relationships with ourselves, with Source, and with others. Not just the overt ways, like racism, sexism, ageism, alcoholism, and all the other isms, but also the sneaky, cunning ways you wouldn't have thought of, like perfectionism, imposter syndrome, judgment, burnout, the not enoughs, and the hustle to achieve. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batak, and I'm a relationship therapist, leadership development consultant, and author of the book series, Fierce Authenticity. Whether you're a returning listener or you're new here, I want to extend a very warm welcome to you and invite you to connect with me through the Fierce Authenticity newsletter community. If you're ready to rise above an inherited, systematic invasion rooted in fear and lack, so that you can calm and refocus those energies towards reclaiming a fiercely authentic personal relationship, grounded in an abundance and love that is so radiant, all your other relationships are elevated with you, then this is the space for you. I invite you to visit www.fierceauthenticity.com to join me. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is part three of our three-part mini-series in Getting Through the Holidays, Fierce Authenticity Style. I just made that title up right now. Anyways, um, welcome to part three of Fierce Authenticity and the Holidays. And today, I want to speak about New Year's Resolutions. Yeah. Did anyone else just feel a ugh when I said that? Let's also talk about new year, new you. Oh my freaking ugh. Can I tell you how much that just irks me? So let's talk about why. I don't know about you, but I know from personal experience, from working with others, from having friends from reading research, and from outright just being in relationships, what I can tell you is that most of us don't get beyond the first 60 to 90 days of these quote-unquote New Year's resolutions or these quote-unquote New Year, New You stuff. And there is a reason why. And I'm going to keep it real simple for you. Hey, and if it works for you, awesome. Send me a DM. Let me know how you're doing it. But for most of us, it doesn't work. And here's why. Because those are some of the additional lies
1: that supremacy culture teaches you to keep you further oppressed simple. Now let me help you understand how and why that is. And I'll
0: share a personal story, pretty much story of my life for most of my years on this earth. Really, I think I just gave up New Year's resolutions, quote unquote, at some point in my 30s, I gave it up. But I used to always make these resolutions And it would be like, I'm going to exercise more, or I'm going to eat better, which, you know, are most people's goals, quote unquote, or resolutions. And sneaky side note, you guys, that is driven by the supremacy culture-based capitalistic diet industry. I'm just going to put that one right there for you. So yeah, we set these grand goals for ourselves, because someone outside of us tells us that this is what we need to do, be, have, achieve in order for us to look our best, feel our best, be our most energized and all this other stuff. That is the lie that we have been taught. And so when I used to make these New Year's resolutions of, "I'm going to eat better?" oh, I'm going to give up gluten again. Or, oh, I'm going to get back on the gluten-free thing. Or, I'm going to whatever it is. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to go on more walks. Okay, I'm going to do yoga at least three times a week. And it can be super simple. I mean, every year, based on the previous year's quote-unquote failure, there would be more bargaining involved with myself in terms of what that resolution would look like. and I. At some point, like I said, in my 30s, I stopped doing that. And it was because I realized I didn't like feeling bad about myself when I wasn't able to follow through. And of course, some people will tell you, oh, it's because, you know, did you have a goal? Did you have a plan? Did you follow through? And like all this other stuff, which is great and has its place and works for some people, and can also be seen as another one of supremacy's tools and tactics to keep us focused on performance, and outcomes, and numbers, and all those other things that supremacy culture is disguised as. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it, that all these things are disguised as supremacy culture. And so, It wasn't until, of course, years after I quit doing the whole New Year's resolutions things that I realized and it clicked and it dawned upon me like, oh my gosh, this is because it's another way for me to beat up on myself and feel bad about myself and belittle and berate myself, to judge myself and criticize myself. To compare
1: myself with others? That's all it was. And it was fueled by supremacy's capitalistic multi-billion dollar diet industry. And maybe your goal isn't
0: driven by the diet industry. Maybe your goal is you're going to make your bed every single day. Maybe your goal is you're going to KonMari your whole house so that you have a better living space, right? Maybe those are what your goals or resolutions are for the year. And so they're not necessarily driven by the multi-billion dollar diet industry. Maybe they're just driven by something else. And the thing is, That you have to actually, intrinsically, inside of yourself, believe that whatever it is that you want to experience, you want to experience it for you. Not because someone outside of you told you how you had to look, behave, What your house should look like. Oh, there's the shoulds. I don't think we've talked about the shoulds. We're going to talk about the shoulds one day. But these are just ways where outside forces, outside entities, people, places, messages, things outside of us are trying to impose their ideas, their standards, their ideals, their beliefs
1: on us. And some people do a really darn good job at
0: leading us to believe that we need those things outside of ourselves in order to look good, feel good, have a, a life that is joy-filled and happy and all this other stuff, right? That's what people outside are telling you that you quote-unquote should be doing, whether that's they're telling you overtly or whether they're telling you covertly in their implicit messages. And when it comes from the outside, it is never, ever going to work. Because that is just another oppressive tactic. Outside in is a way we keep ourselves oppressed. Outside in is a sneaky way supremacy culture shows up. Outside in is the way outside forces, whether that be cultural messages or marketing messages or familial messages, whatever it might be, But it is outside entities imposing their ideas and their ideals onto you rather than you turning inward, getting into authentic connection with yourself, having fierce and authentic communication with yourself. And your divine source of wisdom greater than you. For you to understand and come up with what it is that is actually true for you. What is it that you desire deep down in your heart? What desire is most authentically aligned for you? Because that's what you desire, not what someone else told you that you should, air quotes, desire. And I want to invite you to notice what happens in that super subtle shift from a resolution because some message you received outside of you led you to believe that this is the way that you should be, and when you aren't that, that you are lacking, that you are insufficient, that you are inadequate, that you are not enough, that you're a failure and you suck, and thereby becomes another tool
1: that you beat yourself up with, or turning inward. Turning towards
0: self, connecting with the divine source,
1: and asking, what is most aligned for me? What is something that's in my highest and best good, that's of benefit, me and those around me? Not
0: the franticness that I spoke to you about a couple episodes ago of what others are telling you that you need or should do or any of that stuff. That shift in energy
1: is very subtle and yet oh so powerful. And it's because it takes The power that
0: you have placed outside of yourself and brings it back to where it rightfully belongs,
1: which is within you and your own self, not outside of you. And so when you can approach Any desire or goal
0: that you want to make for yourself. Because, hey, maybe you decide, fuck New Year's resolutions. You're just not going to do it in general. And that's perfectly okay. I give you permission to do that too. Because I also no longer make those resolutions. And if it still feels like something that you would like to do, I invite you and I encourage you to just give it a try. Get
1: quiet. Listen to your body. Sit in meditation. Bring out your journal
0: and ask a divine source of something greater than you.
1: What is their greatest desire for you? And from there you might receive the message that their greatest desire for you is for you to take care of your body. They may say their greatest desire for you
0: is to experience more spaciousness.
1: And that might mean conmariing your whole house. Or maybe they say that their greatest desire for you is that you simply be the version of you that your
0: divine creator and source created you to be. And one of the ways that I do that, and I shared this in another previous episode, I can't remember which one at this point, but I've shared in episodes past that one of the prayers that shifted so much of that hustle culture and quote unquote, being my best self and having to strive and work hard and achieve for that was when I switched my prayer to, dear God,
1: please help me be the woman that you would have me be today. Dear God, please help me want what you want for me today. Dear God, dear goddess, dear love, dear source, Dear universe, please help me to be the woman that you would have me be today. I invite you to try that on. I invite you to play with it. Not because
0: me as someone outside of you is telling you that you should, but because it's an invitation for you to get curious And cultivate greater intimacy with yourself.
1: And even first of all filtering it through. Does this even feel right for you? How does it land for you? And I'll wrap up by saying
0: that this is why one of my greatest pet peeves
1: is new year, new you. Because the reality is, it's not a new you. It is about the you that is authentically you. The you that engages in fierce love for
0: yourself. And takes fierce care of yourself. And gets fiercely intimate with herself so that you can cultivate that fierce authenticity and reconnect with the truth of who you are, so that you can practice fierce communication of your truth in a way that is clear, that is kind,
1: that is filled with love and grace and dignity. That doesn't fall into supremacy culture's trap of disconnection, division, isolation, shame, blame, and all of those other things. So I invite you to just sit with this. Feel in your body how it lands for you. Play with it give it a try and then send me a dm at sharani mpatak and let me know what did this do for you until we meet again take really good care and have a very happy
0: happy new year I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge the amazing support team that helps make this podcast possible for you. Starting with Diego Velazquez, our podcast editor and the talented artist who created our custom music. Ana Olvina, my wonderful assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and the transcript of every episode, which you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. Biana Sandich, who writes our amazing show notes and does it so well that I bet you couldn't tell it wasn't me. The talented Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other curated image that you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30pm on a Sunday night and I'm like, Hey babe, I gotta record a podcast episode like right now. Is that okay? My higher power, whose divine wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. And last but not least, I want to thank you, my listener, so much for listening in. If you'd like to join the podcast support team, some ways you can do so are by rating and reviewing the podcast, sharing it with everyone you know, And if possible, making a financial contribution through the link in the show notes so that you too can be part of the team elevating this podcast and making it possible to bring to other listeners like you. I'm sending you so much love and we will be together again soon.